Hey, good morning. Welcome to the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Hope you're doing well today. And it's Monday. It's a metric Monday. And I, today I want to talk about velocity and how velocity can hide things. And it was it, I, just moments ago, I was just thinking about it because I had a delayed start of doing this because my, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Pest control person sh showed up early, called, Do you mind if I come in early? I'm in your neighborhood. I could stop by. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And now I didn't want to hold the guy up. So he came in and did his job for the pest control. So we kind of got a delayed start today. But it also kind of relates to this whole velocity. So you know, we're going to get right into it. So this is the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. And I'm Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. And here we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very practical and tactical way so you can bring value to your customer and not work crazy hours. Bring that value to your customer and have a little fun along the way. And as we talk about velocity, and velocity is a big thing. You know, you get your burn down charts. They always say, what's your velocity? What's your team's average velocity? So we can figure things out, blah, blah, blah. All right. So they talk about velocity and, and, and your velocity is your ability to get stuff done, right? Per your definition of done, whether it be in points or issues counted, whatever the number is. I don't really care. You can choose. I like points. I think points and issues are two different things. And I think they're two different values and they represent two different things. So some say you can do one, but then I'd say you miss out on the other. We could talk about that another day. But doing velocity. So let's say, let me go. I've got my whiteboard here. And let's say the team commits to 60, whatever it is. So we got 60. So this is like sprint planning. So sprint planning day, commit to 60. So maybe their average velocity over time is about 60, right? So they commit to 60. Now, let's say at the end of the sprint, and the team's really doing good and their commitment, their velocity is saying, and they're the end of the sprint. They got 62. I mean, 60 also, right? Not two, but also end of sprint. You would say, hey, the velocity is really good. Everything's good on the team. They're, they, they committed to their burn down. If I drew the burn down. Their burn down was the perfect burn down, right? They got that there. Or maybe it went up a little bit, came down, but they got 60. But what I'm going to suggest to you, let's say during the sprint, um, there's a big chunk. So there's a big chunk of points. Let's say this was 10 points. 10 points were removed. And then a different 10 points, different 10 points added, or 10 numbers or whatever points added. So from your commitment, they removed 10 points or 10 things of work or issues or whatever. But in between the sprint, they added another 10 points were added to the velocity. So there's a delta, a change in scope. Change in scope. 
right? So now there's a change in scope because what your original scope was what you committed to, you missed, you mixed around a couple of 10 points, add another 10 points in there. Their velocity is still good, but they're changing scope. Where the problem is, is these companies and scrum masters and agile coaches, they come in and say, well, they must be healthy because their velocity is being maintained. They're not healthy. They're not healthy. Problem is that the, the, the scope inside their sprint keeps changing all the time. And I want to offer this. If you can minimize that change during the sprint, I bet you can get a higher velocity or a higher productivity out of your team. Right. If we weren't, we weren't taking things out, like, like in the, in the graphic, taking things out that we committed to the beginning, adding another 10 points in, even though we got 60 and 60 and the velocity still maintained as the average velocity. And none of these charts will ever show you the difference. They'll say, Oh, you're good. Your velocity, you, you predicted 60, you got 60, whether it be issues or points, doesn't really matter. And everything's perfect, right? But problem is in the sprint, you're changing scope. Just like today, very similar to the, when the pest control guy came, right? The, I had time I was going to do the video. Well, he came in board, changed my scope. My scope was now, he's early. It wasn't supposed to be till later, but it doesn't really matter. So his stuff came into my scope, got that done. Now I'm back doing the video game video again. So my velocity is, is pretty similar to what it was. I have to figure out what's coming out of my velocity, what I'm not doing today. But my, my amount of utilization or amount of work is still the same. However, I change the scope. So something has to get dropped or something has to get changed. Those 10 points that were moved out of the sprint may or may not have to get picked up elsewhere. Again, that's part of the product in our job. But I will say this constant changing of commitment or scope delays teams. I believe, this is my personal belief, that if you have a big high change in scope and there's a way to look at it and Jira, maybe I'll show how to do that, but you just look at um, how many stories you started with and then in jira they'll give you a, a thing or a sprint report and it'll say how many stories got finished how many didn't get finished how many got removed and then if you add that whole list of what got finished what got not finished and what got removed and put that together and compare that number count or points whatever to what you originally committed to at the beginning of the sprint That'll tell you how much change in scope you really got, right? Because that number will either be smaller or bigger than what you originally started with. Um, if it's exactly the same, well, more power to you. Your team's doing good. You're maintaining your scope and everything. But I want to say there's a lot of teams out there that could get 50% to 200% change in scope. Um, but their velocity is still maintained. They're averaging 80 points or 60 points or whatever they're doing. They're averaging them might get done. If you can limit that scope change without changing anything, teaching them anything, getting better with it, I bet they can get between 10 and 20% improvement in how much velocity of work they can get done. Seriously, I'm not kidding you. If you can limit that scope change in the middle, 
to what they predicted in the beginning and get that stuff done without changing scope in a big way, you can get a 10 to 20% uh, improvement rate. Now, the problem is it's very hard for a lot of these companies. They're like, oh, we're going to change it all the time. But it's still good because they still got the same velocity. I just want to share that with you, that that is something. So if you can maintain, hi, Bubbles. Are you here to be on the show? Come here. You want to be on the show? Bubbles. Meow. You want to talk to the audience? You have something to say? Oh, there she is. <laughs> She's like, there's a lot of light, Dad. Um. But if you can maintain that. So I just want you to understand, your team may seem healthy to you because the velocity is maintained and, and the average is being achieved. But it's really not because the scope change inside that velocity. I mean, you could be perfect every time, but there's so much change in that scope that they can get so much more done if that scope wasn't changing in the spread. They can focus on what they're doing. They don't have to replan. They don't have to repoint or reestimate or figure out what needs to be done. And they can focus on what they had originally planned to do. You get a 10 to 20% improvement in the team. People said I'm nuts, but I'm seriously, you don't have to, I don't have to change nothing. I could just maintain that scope. And think about this. I'm going to say this. Let's say you got a, a 10 to 20%. And you had a team, I'm going to pick a round number of 10 people just because the math is easier. That is equivalent to hiring one or two more people on your team. So that one little change makes it where your company does not have to spend the salary on one to two more people to get the productivity you're looking for. Think about it. Think about it. Just by maintaining the scope, Letting them focus on what they do. And the next sprint, if they maintain and achieve everything, you have bump up the velocity to bring in more scope, right? So that one little change of maintaining that. And, you, 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 and remember, don't trick yourself that your team is very healthy because the average velocity is being maintained. It's 60 every sprint. They're always producing 60 or whatever the number is. They're always in that little range of numbers. They don't have to be exactly the same every time up or down like five points or whatever, or five issues or whatever the number of issues. That could be hiding a lot of scope change in the sprint. And then if there is a lot of scope change, if you get a 50% to 200% scope change, when I told you where you go into JIRA and you look at the re sprint report, pull down how many items got done, how many items did not get done, and how many items got moved into another sprint. Compare those three values to the number of items that you started with when you start your sprint. You always you always should be recording that information. Anyway. How many points and how many issues did you start off at the day one of the sprint, right? Right after sprint planning and all the pointing's done and everything's good and everyone's happy. They're never happy. But if they were theoretically happy, Whatever that date is you compare, you'll be able to figure out your percentage. Is it a 50% increase in scope? Is it less? Is it the same? Is it a lot more? I've seen teams were up to 200% increase in scope. We're basically 50% of their stuff. And they could trick it too. I mean, I got this, right? As long as I take stuff out, just a little 
burn up chart here. As long as, let's say, I add stuff to the scope, it would spike out. But let's say I take it out the next. So I I added these 10 points first, and then I removed 10 points, or I did it the other way. Either way, you get that up and down. It'll look like the perfect burn down because it'll happen instantaneously, right? Or within a second, it doesn't matter. It'll spike up, spike down. That's telling you when you see that spike up, spike down, that you have a scope change. That's another way you can look at it. But if you really want the numbers and do some math and do some metrics, you look at those three values that are in each sprint report, compare it to the first day, and then you'll have your scope change. Your scope change is a percentage difference between what you committed to in the beginning and what they've done there. So, because um, it'll tell you what got moved in the sprint, what got removed. So it actually rats you out. <laughs> they don't realize that. Anyway, let you go. Remember, velocity can hide stuff. Don't be tricked. Just because your team is making your, your average velocity and everything is hunky-dory, look for scope change. I think most teams, depending on what that percentage of that scope change is, if it's really tight, you won't get as much of a change. It will be some, though. You could get that, but if it's if if you got a big fifty percent to two hundred percent scope change in a sprint because stuff's coming in and out and all this stuff like that, and they're playing these games, I think you can get a ten percent to twenty percent improvement in productivity. I think that's equivalent to hiring another person or two people on the team, right? So why not get more productive, as we say in our pilot, do more with less, right? get more to the customer without working harder, that alone will get them a 20%, you know, a 10 to 20% improvement in productivity. Anyway, well, I hope you have a good day. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter. I got a lot of backlog stuff that I didn't get done over the weekend, wasn't feeling too, too hot over the weekend. So um, I have a lot of stuff I got to get done this week, but I want to wish you the best. Take care and enjoy. See you tomorrow on Two for Tuesday, where we talk about increasing your your well, your life, whatever, and the productivity of your team, your productivity, stuff that you can do to 10x your lives. All right. Take care, everyone. Have a great day, and see you tomorrow. Bye.